Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and moi, Susie Mazzoli. We've been doing this for many, 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 many years. Um, this weekly forecast and the meditation. So hope that you continue to enjoy it. Please share with your friends. Let us know how you're doing. Drop us a line. And uh, let's find out what this week, which is week number 10 already of 2023, brings us, starting with happy birthday to my beautiful daughter, Monday, March the 6th. March the 6th, happy birthday to your beautiful daughter. And she is indeed. The moon is in the sign of Virgo on this day, and we are approaching that full moon, which will hit in, uh, well, it's on March 7th on my calendar as I look at Eastern time. So the times I give, please suggest, depending on where you are on the planet, but on Monday... It's really a beautiful day for many reasons. I, I can see on my calendar that Purim begins. And this is a lovely way to enter as we get closer to the spring equinox. Because the moon in Virgo is working in sympathy towards that trine that'll happen by the time it leaves the sign with the planet Pluto. And Virgo is a really interesting energy when aligned with Pluto. Of course, generationally, we've got uh, the Pluto in Virgo generation, which were known as Gen Xers and other terms. But that energy that has to do with healing, wanting to serve, wanting to make it right, uh, looking at the details, shoulder to the grindstone. It's lovely to think of it with this Pluto surge that has so much to do with breaking down things that are not working anymore. And the things that are not working are Capricornian things because that's what Pluto does. When it goes through a sign, it points out the things that are not going to function as they had in the time prior in the energy connected with that sign. So in Capricorn, it's institutions, it's status quo, it's, yes, it's, it's the patriarchy, which has been the institution for quite some time in many, many countries. It's how we do money. It's 
so many things about how things are structured, even basic architecture and the planet itself as we address what's going on with climate change and how we adapt as humans to it. I think the interesting piece about the moon in Virgo on a day like today and tomorrow as we head towards a full moon in Virgo is those of us who are really connected in certain ways with the climate with the environment in our day-to-day life or projecting forward can reflect on well how do we adapt with the changes that are here and how do we modify but also see what works better for the whole world collectively because it's not just the human race obviously it's all creatures all life forms how we connect and are interwoven with this planet and what we do affects others like the wings of the butterfly how the wings of a butterfly across the planet can lead to storms on the other side so monday is a day that really is great in the morning to tease out how we communicate is there something that needs to be said is there something that we need to say differently are we articulating ideas in the best way possible is are there relationships with neighbors and siblings that we might need to look at in different ways and what can happen this morning is these things are presented to us what is a bit off or needs some tweaking or needs to be looked at in a different way than it has been and there can be many options presented on this particular day and there can be uh, grievances that are expressed uh, things that maybe on both sides or all sides need to be looked at a different way or addressed differently and that's really important to kind of get all the information and so monday may feel a bit uneven may feel as though oh i've got a lot to research and do and figure out and things are not like buttoned up or neat or the way that i'd like it to be however as we explore and really dig out all the details and the information that leads us to a place where we can be better informed and really work with this transitional energy that can better define better express and convey ideas as well as not only those we want to say or declare but what it is we need to receive here and understand so all of that is very rich and those who listen to me regularly know how i like to use things that happen that are beyond my control that occur in my environment when i'm recording and the neighborhood dogs that do their chorus have been doing their chorus there is nothing i can do about it so this kind of maybe on the 6 there will be some information that's revealed on how i might better be able to work with these neighbors and get them to understand that their dogs are unhappy 
even as the thought, they seem to be quieting. So that's the kind of information that may be available to us as we approach this full moon. The morning of the 7th, those of us who rise early, the exact time that the full moon hits is 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. So the morning before that, whatever you do, whatever your ritual, how you rise, how you contemplate, whether you jump out of bed and go quick into action, just know that we are in the last hours of that waxing moon cycle. So once the moon moves from that point, then we are entering into to the waning moon cycle. And the other thing that's interesting that happens on just on the tail of when we dip into that energy is that Saturn enters the sign of Pisces. Now, this is a long discussion, Saturn into the sign of Pisces, and I'm not going to go into it all on this call. However, there is a post on my website, insightoasis.com, and I will post on the Insight Now podcast about Saturn and Pisces as to the other news that happens later in the month when Pluto goes into the sign of Aquarius. So the main thing about this day, I think that's important to keep in mind, is that that full moon in Virgo, as it's moving towards the energetic connection with the uh, planet Pluto, is that we are in this orb of energy that's all about how do I take responsibility? How do I do my part during this time of real deep transformation and change? And with that Saturn entering Pisces, which we will all want to note, where is that moving through your horoscope? How does that affect certain planets in your personal horoscope because in Pisces it's energetically very different than Aquarius it is the last sign of the zodiac it's having a big impact on things that we want to finish up move on from compost recreate dream vision uh, put in place for two and a half years from now when Saturn moves into the sign of Aries. So depending on your age, you can look back to see when was it last on the sign of Pisces, what was happening. But the main thing about this day is that it's a full moon. So it is being, the moon is being lit by the sun in the sign of Pisces. Saturn moves into the sign of Pisces. So we are in this energy that's all about what is it you want to vision? What is your intention? What magic can you make here on earth? How can we transcend from the physical plane to something that is more collectively connected to create visions of what we can do as a human entity, all entity, all humans together as one entity. What is our thrust? What are we pushing into and creating for those who come after us? That is the energy around us today. 
And I think the most important word in this is hope, is the hope of visioning a better future, regardless of all the news, all the noise, all the spin. And the dogs have start bar stopped barking. Perfecto. Okay, so overall, a great day, a dream day. Tempers may be short in the late afternoon, early evening, especially for any of us who haven't given ourselves time for this big visioning. And it can be a little time. It can be five minutes gazing into a body of water, looking at an image on your wall that takes you out of the space of the present that may feel constrained. It's whatever you can do for your overall sense of spirit that things are bigger than just me. Because me, the individual, can create change. But how we do it in the biggest way is when we believe that we have a part, no matter how small, in the bigger voice of the collective. And on Wednesday the 8th, the moon goes void, of course, at 9.07 a.m., and just for a little bit of time before it enters the sign of uh, Libra at 9.44 a.m. And once it enters the sign of Libra, then we're in different energy than we were the past two days. Things can feel a little clunky. It can feel like we're banging up against things. And this can be heavier for some of us, those of us who maybe decided, okay, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to make that happen, or I'm going to wrap this up, or I'm going to aim for that. I think a good way to look at these couple of days is what's coming up, what's presenting itself as being a block, an impasse, something that's in your way that makes it seemingly impossible. And sometimes when we're presented with things that are seemingly impossible, the best orientation is not necessarily to give up or resign yourself to something that isn't where you want to be. Sometimes the best orientation is to surrender and say, okay, I can't figure this out. I know what I want to have happen, but I can't seem to figure out how that can remotely be possible. So then my best tact is to say to the universe, this is what I want to have happen. I have no idea how it can happen, but I turn myself over to a higher power, a bigger energy, a collective energy that may present to me something that I haven't thought about or maybe an alternative or something even better than what I thought was what I wanted to achieve. And cultural experiences, whatever they may be over these couple of days, music, art, uh, theater, dancing, the things that bring you out of yourself, those are great things to 
find as a resource over the next couple of days. Uh, Thursday, again, for many of us may feel like a, a day where we're mixing signals, where we're not able to kind of get the ground that we want to cover, things aren't coming together. Keep your eye on what it is you want to achieve, how we view things that seem like uh, blocks or impasses. Uh, so much of it has to do with, well, what's the next way in? How do we get there? I'm just, I just had a flash of memory to something uh, my mother, when she was very old, had to do at the DMV, Department of Motor Vehicles. And most of us don't have really lovely experiences at the DMV. There are exceptions, but it can be a very um, debilitating experience for many of us. So imagine someone very old, someone who doesn't want to deal with it at all. And yet the process had to be dealt with. So at that impasse, at that sort of almost, let's just throw it all away, um, I said to her, okay, we go home and we come back another day. We come back, we've learned things we didn't want to learn. We've had experiences we didn't want to have. And uh, we'll just do this at another point in time. And that's what we did. So I think the other thing that is why uh, that memory came in my head was that it's important to have an ally. The moon is in the sign of Libra. So if you're feeling particularly thwarted as though you can't do something, you can't figure it out, it's very valuable to find that ally, ask for help. Who is it who can support you in this journey, no matter how, how uncomfortable it feels for you? And the support will be there, but it comes from admitting that you're feeling powerless. So then how do you look? for the support that will empower you. And for some of us, that's easier than others. So on, it certainly wasn't easy for my mother to ask for help. It wasn't her strength. <laughs> so on March 10th, uh, we have the moon goes in the sign of Scorpio at 7.06 p.m. But it went void, of course, at 6.37 p.m. And that was, of course, in the sign of Libra. So that about a half hour is a good time to just kind of chill, recollect, uh, see where you're at. Again, the day, the day seems as though it could have a bit of momentum that's occurring. Uh, we may still have that sense of being thwarted or not being able to follow through. Don't let that be the narration of the story that continues. Use that void, of course, time to kind of chill, see where you're at, put things in order. Because when the moon enters Scorpio at 7.06 p.m., that is energetically so different than what we've been through the past few days. Because what's happening 
is we get this surge of regeneration power, especially people with a lot of earth and water in their horoscope. And if you're not one of those people, hang with somebody who is. (laughs) And that often happens if we find that, oh, I don't have this in my horoscope or I don't have that we're attracted to or we bring people in our lives who have an abundance of that because it balances out through relationship. It's not always easy because sometimes it's just so foreign to us, but we, we learn from that energy. We learn from that person and ideally that person supports us through, through the process. So the evening of Friday, as I said, highly, highly restorative energy. This is the time when you look over anything that kind of felt like it was hard over the past few days and see where you're at with it. Just sort of lay it all out and just kind of don't overthink it. Just see where you're at. Go to get a good night's sleep and tell yourself in the morning you're going to be recharged. There's going to be, it's as though that information feeds you and subliminally you know more where you need to go with it because this is a tremendous Saturday and Sunday and even Friday evening are really, really great for Wrapping things up, getting things in place, uh, retooling, composting, uh, using the materials at hand, seeing, digging in the earth and seeing where the jewels are that were overlooked. It's a gold mining couple of days. And those of us who are not afraid of rolling our sleeves up and getting into it, those are the ones that are going to come out with the wealth of this weekend. It's really a very powerful weekend for self-knowledge, research, finding where the where the diamonds are in in the soil. It's it's tremendous. I see it as being a weekend of great growth for many of us. Sunday especially from oh from the morning until the early evening uh, the moon actually even throughout but especially through the early evening and then late evening i mean it's just a tr- sunday is a powerhouse day a uh, good time for those conversations that are very meaningful and to process emotions and to to make the contacts that you need to make in order to reap the benefits of this lunar cycle and also of the, as we're going through the end games of Pluto and Capricorn. And now I turn it over to Susie. Wow, I am very excited for that weekend. (laughs) Yeah, me too. sounds really good. So I invite everyone, let's go into our little meditation, contemplation and find the seat, find the stillness, ah, find your breath just for a few minutes, just find the breath and let's invite in that powerhouse energy.
And as we settle in, allowing ourselves to be present, to be fully present. And as we feel that energy of our own presence, just allowing ourselves to be exactly what we are without any judgment, without any needs, just being present. And then let us set some intentions. Let us set some intentions for this powerful time ahead of us. And whether we have a piece of soil at our home or whether we have maybe even some pot holders, some plant holders in our apartments, in our homes. Let's maybe put out that intention now, especially for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere as we're coming into the spring and the longer days and the idea of actually being in the soil because the soil's not frozen. Let's perhaps put the intention this weekend of literally putting our hands into the soil, if we can, of connecting to Mother Earth. And if we have the opportunity to maybe to build a composting pile in our gardens or in our place, to really put the physical energy in, rolling up our sleeves and putting in the physical energy of touching the soil. And if we can, do some work without gloves on, really allowing the soil, all of the wonderful microorganisms in the soil to be in touch with us. Reconnect to Mother Earth. Reconnect to this very strong, powerful, three-dimensional earth. Knowing full well that our lives really need this connection. We need it energetically. We also need it on this electromagnetic level in our bodies. We need to ground. Think when was the last time that you actually touched the soil with your body? Perhaps you do it every day, but most of us, we're in shoes, it's freezing cold, there's snow up to our eyeballs. Maybe we haven't actually been touching the ground. Maybe we've been touching the, the cold ice or the cold snow. But if we're lucky enough to live perhaps in, a, in another climate where we can, to place your feet, place as much of your body on the land and on the soil and reconnect. And if we don't have that opportunity to do it on a daily basis, we can do it in our mind. We can do it as an intention. We can do it 
as a meditation practice. And we can certainly do some things like touching trees that are poking out from the snow, connecting, connecting to the earth, connecting to nature, allowing ourselves to ground. And what we can do too is to be planting seeds, planting seeds in the physical way, planting some food, planting some medicines, planting some flowers, just to be involved with that process of growth. So if we're living in an apartment or if we're living on a giant farm, to actually be a part of the process of putting into the ground, into Mother Earth, intentioning that this grows for us and for our community. How far we are away from this connection now when we're off to the supermarkets or off to the market to buy all of our food. Let's actually make that intention now that we can be more connected. So whether we can physically do it in our lives or not, just by planting a couple of seeds, perhaps just in a little pot in your kitchen in the windowsill. And even if we can't do that, let that now be a part of our meditation, that I am planting seeds now on this earth. I am planting seeds of organic, wonderful, healthy foods. I am planting them symbolically. I am planting them energetically so that all beings on our earth have an abundance of food. I am planting them for the bees. I am planting them for all of the insects that do the pollination. I am planting them for the birds. I am planting them for everyone to live in abundance on this planet. And if we do live in an apartment and don't get to go outside, we can certainly buy some wildflower seeds and the next time we're out in the countryside, we can just throw them from our car out into the land around us. All of us have this opportunity to be a part of the growing system of earth and contributing, allowing our wonderful earth to be this lush and beautiful and rich garden. Again, in our minds, just visualize that you are outside, the temperature is beautiful, the sun is shining, and from your hands you are taking seeds and you are planting them in the rich, fertile soil. 
symbolically, energetically, we are planting seeds for all beings everywhere to be free from hunger, to eat nutritional, natural and healthy food. We are planting seeds for all of our insects, for all of the other animals that are also a part of our world. And as we make this intention, as we do this as a meditation, we are creating this energy in the world. We are creating this wonderful cyclic energy in our world. See yourself as the gardener. See yourself as the giver of life. See yourself as the person that is rich with all of these seeds, that you are grateful for the sunlight, grateful for the warmth of Mother Earth, that you are grateful for all of the waters that will bathe these seeds and allow them to be alive. And as you experience this, Feel the joy and the excitement of life, of giving and of providing for others. Gently open our eyes and just see the wonderful green world around you full of plants. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Pam. And see you all next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.